Beloved. Beloved. What's shaking? Shit, just got home from Fort Lauderdale. I had to had to go home and get the house ready for us to return. Let one more game left. I'm so excited to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Man. What are you The Falcons. And you know what's so funny is both of them kind of stink this year. So it's really like a game to see who stinks the most. Like the bottom. Nah. Yes. It's a it's a bump. Yes, it's the bumbo is what I call it. <laughs> you know what's the fucking thing about being on teams is why I stop sports early? Because if the teammate messes up, then you all lose. Yeah. So it's like, you could be doing everything perfect, but his ass ain't. That's why I stop playing sports early in life. <laughs> <laughs> you got to play individual sports like tennis or golf where it's like exactly. only you can control your outcome. <laughs> I got to be the reason I lost and the reason I won. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, this is the thing about pro sports, though, because it's kind of like the check still clears whether you win or lose. So I don't even know how. I, I'm 16. I'm 15 and 0 right now. I've won every fucking game this year. All of them hoes. I check. Them checks cleared, my niggas. So I won. I don't give a damn what the records say. New Year coming up. Jump up on the stage with Travis Scott and Millie Rock during the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, hell no. What do you think? What do you think about Travis Scott uh, performing at Super Bowl? Because you know Jay Z hit him up, Meek Mill, all these people are like, "Don't do it, reconsider," and he's doing it. I feel, I feel like this. I feel like sometimes when you, you know, I think he understands what's going on. I don't think he's slow or stupid. And if he want to go do the Super Bowl, I think he should do that. But what I think, as far as us. I don't think we have right to be telling him, oh, don't go do it. I think if a person shows you who they are, that's who they are. So it's like, all right, you're showing us that you're not with us by, by doing this. We, You know the cause, you know the movement, so therefore we got to leave you over there. You know what I mean? So Travis Scott needs to be left over there somewhere, is what you're saying? Yeah, I, I like Travis Scott. I like his music and all that, but at this point in time, it's a war going on outside no black man is safe from. Right. And if you think that you didn't accept black because of your new situations, I know he got Kylie now and things are changing in his life. He's on the cover of GQs. He's number one on Billboard. This is a big year for him, big two years. But, bro, you didn't need the Super Bowl to make it any bigger or to make it any smaller. So for you to go against the grain of all your people and you see what this is about, this is about a corporation that's been exploiting black people for years and not respecting them, you know what I mean? And for you to go and help them celebrate, like, that's not lit. That's not popular. It's more about helping them making money as well and making it look like, ha-ha, we got one of y'all. Like, we got we got one. And my... It, it, it's a slap in the face to us. Like, yeah, we got one. Fuck you, motherfuckers. Everybody's not going to roll with you. Like, that's our issue, that we don't stick together. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm, I'm not saying, like, everybody should listen to, to anything JC says, but if he's telling the truth, he's telling the truth. What is your opinion on like like this is a, I compare this to when Kanye and um, Steve Harvey and um, all these people that went to go meet with Trump and they was like what's wrong with having a conversation what's wrong with him just performing and maybe he does some pro black performance or something. I think that I think the conversations are supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. If, if people look at war, I study war a lot because I, I I don't know. I, I know if the government look at my YouTube, they know what the fuck are these dudes be looking at. I be looking at like <laughs> the US is whacking 
Russia and like different policies. If you look at war, it always has to be dialogue. Mm-hmm. So you can't go on a war with the president of the United States and not speak to him. We listen. I don't think Trump is the brightest person in America. I think he's very smart, but I don't think he's the brightest person. And because when you know someone's not the brightest person, sometimes you have to educate them. Trump has been a billionaire. It's college from a federal prison. Trump has been a billionaire most of his life. When I knew he was truly disconnected was when Kim Kardashian got that female out of jail. Mm-hmm. And then he tweeted something to the effect of that he athletes are hardest know anybody that doesn't belong in prison. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's plenty. Like, well, president has some shit like that. But it, the thing is that this dude is not as educated as people believe he is. He might be educated with getting money. That don't mean he's the smartest person. And sometimes you have to have dialogue with the enemy so you can come in some sort of common ground because the enemy might realize, oh, I'm going too far, or I was wrong about this. So I think conversation is always healthy. You know what I mean? I don't Mm -hmm. think people should abash the people who went to go talk. I think the people that went to go talk, if you went to go talk and you realize you got nothing from that conversation and everything else, I think you should speak up on that and say, yo, we got nothing from this conversation speaking with this dude. Anybody else that goes to talk to this dude is just an asshole because he doesn't want to hear from us. But see, I think the people he was talking to were the wrong people. You know, like there's people, there's black political leaders, people that actually have done research and that could speak better for us as a people as opposed to the people that he chose to have these sit downs with. And my thing about Travis Scott is I think that he doesn't see the Super Bowl as an L. I mean, how could he lose? He could lose what black people like coming to his shows or buying his music. I don't think he will. I think that his majority fan base is a white crowd anyway. Yeah, that's definitely possible. You know, white people buy more music than black people. Yeah. So I think he's probably just like being selfish. I'm looking at it from a Travis Scott perspective, right? I'm looking at it. Travis Scott been lit for years, right? But he has not been at this pinnacle. So now I feel like he thinks that he's finally at that point when he's getting recognized. And he's like, I'm not going... I'm not doing, I'm not going to not do the Super Bowl because of y'all. I'm at the <laughs> point where I wanted to be in my career, you know what I mean? Yeah, he feel like he finally made it, you know? Yeah, like we all knew Travis Scott was. I knew he was writing for people. I knew he was talented all the way above. But until he started, you know, dealing with the Kardashian clan, a, a whole room of people did not know him. And now he's known, and I think he, he's, he's exploiting the fact like y'all making my money, and it is what it is. It's going to be selfish people. In the, in the midst of movements, it's going to only worry about themselves. And that's just one of those moments. He worried about himself. He's not worried about the rest of his people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very true. I mean, he married a car. He's not married, but he damn near married a Kardashian. And it's like, they don't, nobody ever sees, like, whenever you date one of those girls, like, what you're basically saying about yourself when you date one of them. <laughs> It's just a little strange to me. I think it is about money. It's about popularity and money and fame and and all that. It's never about us. Yeah. Yes. Yes. One tweet you go almost platinum with your music fucking with them. Right. If you gonna do music, you should get a Kardashian. Right. Because the athletes' careers usually fall apart after dating them, but the musicians blow up. I mean, well, Kanye's still struggling. Jesus, he Kanye just looked like a big sloppy mess. He he is embarrassing. The Kardashians, the Kardashians has done more for the black community than Steve Harvey has. <laughs> 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 oh, 
might be right. It, you know, their love for black men, you know, it's, it's crazy. And their love for black women, too. They want to look like us. They've all pretty much contoured their whole face and body. Yeah. This is my biggest beef. My biggest beef is why are people so mad and people that want to be like them? When most of these people are out here trying to be like people, a girl told me the other day, your hairline is fucked up. I'm like, my hairline been fucked up since I was 14. She like, oh, you only keep your hair so you can show people that you got good hair. I said, listen, I don't know what good hair is or bad hair. You're telling me I got good hair. Because <laughs> you think I might have a better grade of hair than you. That don't mean I think nothing about this hair. Like, I don't go outside thinking, yo, I'm back the most beautiful chick in the world today because I got good hair. I don't think like that. You understand? Yeah. But... The moral of the story is have the black women out here trying to have their hair like Europeans. Mm-hmm. So, are you trying to be like a white woman? So, at the moment where you're trying to get white hair, Kylie is trying to get black lips. And she's trying to get a black ass. Mm-hmm. At the same time, when you're trying to... The thing is, is that everybody likes something about a different group of people that they don't, they might not like about themselves that they might want to improve or change. That's to each his own. It's dudes that are getting tattoos every day. I don't want a tattoo. they like, oh, why are you not getting a tattoo? Because I don't want one. <laughs> right. I don't, know, I don't know why I should get one. So I don't got no reason to get one. You know what I mean? They're just doing it because That's everybody else is doing it. Cool, but when it's socially cool, because like if you go in L.A. right now, I was in L.A. and I'm, I've seen a whole bunch of chicks that look like the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. I'm in a way that they're going to get surgery just to look like these chicks. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they, they definitely got to follow and People want to be like them. But my thing is this. People make it like it's bigger than what it is, like the white people forced the Kardashians on us. No, we forced we the Kardashians did. on we us. We made them popular. We made them popular. Exactly. By watching their show and, cl- and clicking on everything that they are about, pretty much. Yeah, like, I think people, I think black people as a whole, be taking that group of people too serious. And the, the, moment, you, the moment you pay attention to something too much, everybody else will. Right. So it's like when Kanye might be doing something, people feel like he's doing it for attention. If you feel like he's doing it for attention, Why and you give him to him? doing it for attention, you gave him the attention he was looking for. Yeah. So when you don't want somebody to grow or whatever, you ignore them. Period. I'm ignoring you. You don't give somebody your attention. does not move the black community, but it does because the black community always got something to say about whatever they do. Pretty much. Um, the New Year's on Tuesday. It'll be, well... This United States New Year. I don't even know how people consider this a new year when it's cold outside. Like something doesn't make sense to me scientifically, considering that nothing new is in is in a freezing time in a cold time. It's, it shouldn't be New Year. Our New Year should be like April or something like that, spring. But whatever. It's the new year, and this is rolling on two years. You've been incarcerated. Do you have any goals of 2019? Anything that you want to happen? Is there anything that you got going on that you want to tell the people about? Um, I'm launching a magazine in a few months. Okay. Like two months. I didn't really, I never said it in public, but I had. Um, That's dope. My artist, Jeezy Moolah, is out there. He's buzzing right now. He's about to sign a deal in the next couple of weeks. Lit. Besides that, I just wanna I, I wanna get the court and I wanna I wanna beat this trial and come home, you know what I mean? I'm not you know what I mean, I've been here, I've been I've been silent, you know what I mean? I just try to keep the music, I don't really discuss my case because you're not supposed to, you know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you gotta fight in court, you can't really discuss shit outside because it'll fuck the shit up in court, you know what I mean? But 
Yeah. Besides everything else, I just want to get back to business. I, I love working. That's what I like doing. I hardly sleep when I'm home. I hardly sleep here. That's what I want to do is work. I want to get back to business, get back to my family, get back to helping my loved ones. You know, anybody that know me, they know that's all I like to do is help motherfuckers around me. Because I feel like if the people around me are strong, it makes me strong. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. And you, you've been po- there's been some posts on your social media about uh, you. You wrote something hella funny. You said, uh, "Y'all, it was a picture of, of a jail picture, actually, of four niggas and you." And it said, "It said it was seven other niggas that wanted to be in this picture, but their paperwork didn't clear." And then a bunch of people were saying all kind of wild shit. Did you see the, any of that? No, I didn't see any of it. But you know, people gonna talk. You know, this jail. The, the biggest misconception that I have with people is I don't know how people could believe someone, right, <laughs> that's free in civilization telling you that someone that's in jail is telling on them. Right. You understand? Duh, they're supposed to say that. That got to be the weirdest shit I've ever heard of. Like, yo, the guy that's in jail is telling on me. As I'm free. You know what I mean? <laughs> that got to be top five. You know, I don't even discuss that shit with people. People be coming to me and be like, yo, this guy just saw radio. He said that, bro, get the fuck out of my face. You know what I mean? Right. The motherfucker told me one time I wrote a letter to the judge. I didn't even know who my judge was. Sick. I was like, how did I do that? <laughs> I don't even write my mother back when she writes me. I wrote the judge, you know what I mean? Right. And I ended up it out for my lawyer. He was like, oh, nah, it's the letter I wrote for your bail application to get you bail. So my lawyer basically was saying in the letter, why is my client being held with no bail when the other party that's involved in this issue is on camera shooting, that's mm-hmm. on camera shooting, got caught with several guns after, but he has a bail. You understand? And that's what that was about. And everybody made it like I wrote it. Oh, I didn't write it. My, it said Kenneth Montgomery at the bottom, Esquire, my lawyer wrote it. And it was a bail application letter. When you're in the federal system, when people say paperwork, they're talking about sentencing minutes and pre-sentencing report. Basically what the sentencing minutes does is when you get sentenced, they say the reason that you got the time you got. So they'll say, we gave this guy a downward departure. We took five years off because he gave us help with this or he gave us help with that or he did not give us help. So this is the reason he got And that's how you know in the federal system when someone is cooperating with the government or anything else because that's what comes up on your paperwork. Paperwork is nothing else that you'll ever hear in life. It's nothing else that nobody's going to show you. It's your sentencing minutes and your, your pre-sentencing report. That's it. This shit about to cut off on us, beloved. But I love you and Happy New Year. And I hope I hear oh, from you before year, the New Year, too. I love the Brits and I love the Aiden, man. Everybody, man, I love y'all, man. Thank you for all the support, man. Oh, yeah, taxis are coming back. Ooh, I know y'all heard that shit. Tax season coming back, bitch nigga. Be safe though. This don't really happen like this time. Fuck it. I woke up to like 99 missed calls. That's like 99 people I probably pissed off. Like, damn, nigga, I was on a jail call. Damn, niggas make me hate my cell phone. Like, damn, my nigga, I'm in the studio. Last time I dropped the album was like a year ago. 
Yeah, you telling me you starving, but I bend it all like growing up. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner wasn't cereal. I know what's up. You just wanna be all in the videos and smoke it up. I know you ain't really with this sis, but you just throw it off. Pretty bitches in my city, literally just going up. Nigga, you just wanna be around me, cause my money up. Heard them goofy niggas trying to lie me, they don't wanna smoke with us. Had to pop a addy, I was down, yeah, had to focus up. Most my niggas dogs, I hit up bitches that my homies fuck. I hear too much me and niggas songs, so I had to switch it up, I had to switch it up. Pick out diamonds in particular, cause I'm just rich as fuck. Rest in peace to that boy Trayvon, I got my hoodie up. They know exactly how we give it up, shoot a bully up. And you bitches know that. What up though? Episode 138 of the I Heart Miko podcast. That was a boogie with a hoodie. Uh, four minute combo. Um, a boogie dropped the album. Uh, I don't know if you guys know that or not or care. I know because of you. <laughs> Shout out uh, Omar Kelly, who's joining me and Baby Daddy today. Hey, Omar. How you doing? That's your husband. Don't disrespect that man like that. He, <laughs> he don't wear his ring, so he's a baby daddy. <laughs> Brent, when's the last time you wore your wedding ring? When we got married? Uh, I think I wore it one other time. When we got married the second time? Maybe that was the second time. <laughs> <laughs> it, it might prevent him from catching the interception. Do you want to do that? I the ring means nothing to me. It's I don't care about him wearing it. People, a lot of people have an issue with that, whether the couple wears a ring or not. I'm, I happen to be one of the people that don't care about him wearing his ring. It doesn't. It doesn't mean he's not married. <laughs> doesn't. Right. That's true. And it, it certainly won't keep the hose off. Definitely don't. It actually brings the hose, I think. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, believe women, I believe women like to see that a man can be in a healthy relationship. They don't mind if they steal him from the healthy relationship. Or share him. <laughs> in my opinion. But um, before we get started, I want to say happy Kwanzaa to you guys, both of you. Um, today is Ujima which represents the third principle of Kwanzaa, and it means collective work and responsibility, a.k.a. it takes a village, a.k.a. I am my brother's keeper. So happy Kwanzaa to everyone that celebrates Kwanzaa. Uh, Merry Christmas to you guys. Yeah, thank you. Uh, happy holidays. Yeah, yeah happy, happy holidays. holidays. How, was your, how was your Christmas, Omar? Oh, it was crazy. It was wild. Uh, Maryland got food poisoning. What? She's back on the meat train, so um, she's been eating meat. She's probably been eating meat for like a month now, and she went to Burger King, uh, uh, and and they gave her food poisoning for lunch. We was having, we were hosting her first ever family Christmas Eve dinner, and she couldn't even get a bite in because she was already at the toilet, uh, you know, throwing up and, and coming out both ways, both ends. So. We were in the emergency room for Christmas. We broke in Christmas in the emergency room. She was basically comatose on IVs. And because we were in the emergency room and because she worked Mount Sinai, they put us in the in the in the emergency area right next to where they, they bring in the like traumatic cases. Yeah, you were seeing people getting smoked. Yeah, so I saw and so I'm there sitting and Marilyn is sleeping, and the whole commotion is, you know, I'm feeling bad myself. It's like 2.30 in the morning. I'm bringing in Christmas in, in a hospital room, and then a woman comes in, and I believe she died on the table because they was... Damn. Shit. everything. And she, she straight up, I think she died. They never, they never like, call out a time of death. You know how on TV they call out a time of death? Yeah. yeah. I, never, 
I never got one of those, so I didn't know she died. But they had to clean out the room, and 20 minutes later, a guy who, who had a car accident, who had to get, get him out the car, the jaws of life, came in, and, and they were saving him. Uh, and I think they did save him, but that was my Christmas, and it really put things in perspective for me. Yeah, you know what that told me? You you guys shouldn't have been eating at Burger King. I was first just of all. like, what is wrong with y'all? I was going to tell you this too. I had food poisoning in high school one time, and guess what I was eating? Burger King. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Fucking disgusting. She, she, it was one of those situations where she had to have a quick lunch, you know. And that's that's a bit. There needs to be healthy fast, healthy like fast food you can get and eat in like ten minutes. That's why fast food is so successful to me because people just eat it on the go and it's quick and it's easy. It's not just about it being easy. It's also about the price. It's being cheap, really. It's cheap. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because if there was vegetable salads to go, y- y'all motherfuckers would not have them no. drive through backed up. <laughs> if they had the dollar menu for salads, salads nobody was rocking with that. Nobody rolling. Well, some people, but not the amounts that's going to McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. But that kind of that kind of that sh- should have given you guys you know a heads up about you know food. I'm sad that Marilyn's back on the meat train, even though she still eats dairy, so it kind of doesn't matter. But <laughs> that's crazy, bro. How was your Christmas? Christmas was great. It was cool. I I saw son open a lot of gifts. A lot of them was from Mom Dukes. Um, he enjoyed it, so I enjoyed it. Uh, I like getting gifts. I got Aiden a cool gift. I got you some cool gifts that you liked. Yada, yada, yada. And then I got a cool, like, this gift I got from you, Mrs. Not Christmas, got me a cool Pele jersey that I'm going to put up on my wall. That's awesome. I'm looking at it right now. It's amazing. And I want to thank you so much for bringing so much joy in our house on Christmas. Fuck you, Bryce. That was so fake. I can't even... I'm cutting my eyes at him the whole time he's talking Uh, about this. No, but I did have... I had a good Christmas. It was a lot happy. Then we went to the beach where our homie AJ and his fam, and that was fun. I I had fun on that day. Not so much because it's Christmas, just it was a fun day. I liked it. Well, I guess... Now that we're done talking about fake Jesus' birthday and the real, the white man's uh, religion that was beaten into us and, you know, it's stimulating the economy, <laughs> let's move on. No, that's, not what it's about. That's, a, that's exactly what it's about. Right. So, so anyways, yeah, yep. Now, don't forget um, a Memorial Weekend. That's another one. Yeah, Fourth of July, Labor Day, Halloween, Thanksgiving. Yeah. We roll it all the way back around. <laughs> anyway, um, I wanted to get you on, Omar. First of all, you're our first guest since me and Brent have kind of taken over the podcast. So you're special. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. And of course, you know, obviously I like talking to you, but we had to have you on today to talk about um, the Dolphins. The Dolphins are in the news for multiple reasons, and it's usually never good. And this is one of the other times that it's not good. So there's rumors, which I thought were already true, that Tannenbaum was fired. And is it you, really not good? No, it's not good. You, you know why it's not good? Because they're, your coach, your head coach, 
I actually saw a quote and read a quote and heard saw a video of him saying that this offense has not been consistent enough for them to get a good evaluation on Ryan Tannehill. That is bad. That your head coach says something like that, and year seven, he got film on film on film, and he's supposed to be a quarterback guru. He's been there two years, and he said, I have not seen enough consistency in the offense to evaluate Ryan Tannehill. That's good? Today he said he's got a bad offense and not enough consistency. Every, every, everybody's the problem. Wait. Everybody is the problem. Every let them Everybody, the play calling, the offensive line, the backs, the wide receiver, and the quarterback. Now the problem, the main problem, which I realize is the problem, is that the quarterback can't make any of them better. Can't can't rise, raise the side on any of them. And if you look at what Ryan Tannehill has been throughout his entire career, he's been tragically bad on third downs. He's been tragically bad in the fourth quarter when your quarterback to really, you know, put put the team on his shoulders and elevate the level of play. You've got six sports quarter victories um, during his seven, even seven now, during his, you know, six-year career on the field. That's not good enough. And the problem is that we're on the third offensive line. We're on the third set of wide receivers. We're on the third play caller. And still, yet, they're making excuses for <laughs> So what do you think? Why do you think they're doing that? Is that just because they're going to keep it? Are they keeping him another year? Oh, I think they will. Now my peers and everybody else who's supposed to be smarter than me, um, they continue to say, "Oh no, um, they can't continue to do this." Well, damn, I've been saying they can't continue to do this for like three more years. Like, no, they showed you they can continue to do this, and the level of excuse making shows you that they're going to continue. What were you going to say, Brent? Well, he has said the problem is the offense. The coach has said that, and I thought the offense was the coach's offense. Correct. So I was like, so is it the offense, or is it, like you're saying it's the players, but he said it's the offense, and he brought the offense to the Dolphins. So yes. um, I'm confused blaming, when blaming he says the players that. now, I believe. So he's saying that the personnel isn't right. say another word he has proven he doesn't trust Tannehill I've watched these end of these close games and you guys are running the ball or you're throwing some short bullshit he doesn't trust him so what why is he even talking about this in today's NFL the Dolphins have 
five games they produced less than 200 yards of offense. There's been six. There's been six. No, not six eight. out of 10 games played with less than 200 passing yards by Ryan Tannehill. Oh, I'm talking about Ryan yeah. Tannehill has had two, oh, yeah. six games. One 300-yard game. Yeah. Game. Of his 10 games yeah. he's played this season, wow. six of them he has had less than 200 yards passing. It still seems like there's some hopefuls. I mean, it's year seven. The dude's averaging with 183 yards a game. Um, Less than 200, like I told you, in six games. He has 17 touchdowns, seven interceptions. I, I think they're – I was talking to you about this the other day. I think they're trying to – they're trying to wait out Tom Brady and then they'll have the longest tenure quarterback maybe, and maybe I think that'll turn things around. That's so embarrassing. That's the only thing I can think of, you know? Because, I, I mean, hearing all this stuff, you're saying, I don't keep up with the Dolphins, I'm not going to lie. But hearing all this stuff, you just ran off, and it wouldn't seem like there's any other reason besides that. Because, you know, Tom Brady's literally not going to play forever. You know, it's, you know, everybody's trying to say he's not the same this year or whatever, even though they're still winning division, probably the two seed in the playoffs. But the only hope I can see is they're like, yeah, we're going to wait Tom Brady out, and then we'll have – Ryan Tannehill against, like, Darnold and... Whom I think is better than Tannehill. Who's the the Bills quarterback? Uh, uh, the, Allen? Uh, Josh Allen. Allen and then Better than whoever, Tannehill. Whoever He's they, better than Tannehill. Both whoever they replace... Whoever they replace Tom what is, Brady. What is Tannehill? Tannehill's average. He is the definition. He's below average. He's below average, Omar. I, I First of all, who's the first person that told you he was average at best five years ago? <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> who told you? Who told the whole sporting world? Who are you giving the credit for? I said he's below average and at best is what I told you. And that was because Philbin asked me to be nice and not say he's below average. And I said, okay. But I have been saying this about his game for all these years, and finally everybody sees it. Here, here's the, the, the truth and the, the real genesis of the problem. And you have, I will credit you for saying this, he's not a quarterback. Nope, he's not. Thank you. 
It's just not going to happen. And people think that it will establish and develop over time. And I'm telling you that it won't. Who, who get, does, a, does, a, does a linebacker get seven years to figure it out? Does a corner, does a receiver, does a running back? Like, it doesn't take seven years to figure out somebody just don't got it. Not, not only that, but not, not just that, he's never had competition. Ever. He's never competed. He's never won a starting job. And that goes back to Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that talked about that, too. Remember I told you that? First year he lost, second year he lost, third year he lost, and that quarterback got injured, and they threw him in to finish the season, and they just gave it to him his senior year. And then he got drafted a lottery pick because he looks the part. This is crazy. And still looks the part. I don't know. Nobody is buying it no more. Nobody around here is buying it no more. And, and – but they're gonna. I I believe they're gonna continue to try to sell this to the fans. I don't know how, but the, the, the way that they're talking, like Matt Gates is over here, he's acting like yo, this is I, I want this motherfucker right now, and I do believe it because I I know Steve Ross, and Steve Ross, he he doesn't deal with people without the personalities well, and and Adam Gates has made. A laundry list of excuses why his team or why he'll be 24 24 the head coach. And they're valid excuses. But the problem I have is he's still hitching his wagon to Ryan Tannehill, and that shit is a sinking ship. Right. So you're saying Adam Gase is basically saying Ryan Tannehill is the guy and I'm rolling with him. Does he get any credit or does he win in any way if he goes to the organization and says, like Philbin said, this is not the guy. I don't want him. Do they say, so what? You got to deal with him because they did that to Philbin and Philbin had to fake like he liked Tannehill in the public. Is Adam Gase doing this or do you think he truly believes that Tannehill can get it done? And he calls himself a quarterback guru. Yeah, buddy. Um, Tannehill does have a 99 passer rating, but I can tell you a lot of that is fake money. We already know that. He throws, he dinks and dunks up and down the field, and it's sad that he's a 99 in this era. It's actually sad. They get, they get to the five-yard, they get to the five-yard line, and they, they throw these passes forward. They're really runs, but they counter the pass. <laughs> yep. Yes, remember I told you that I, I said I said Juice is um a bunch of his receptions. Remember he broke the um NFL record for catches. I said that's catfish. A bunch of those should have been considered handoffs. Those should be rushing yards. Yeah. Uh, has probably about three hundred passing yards that are really rushing yards. Mm-hmm. And it, you know it's cute, it's it, it's effective, but it's made me stop believing in passing rate. Yeah, I told you numbers lie. Omar, who's the person that told you the numbers will lie to you? All these. I used to believe in passer rating, but I don't believe in that shit no more. You shouldn't believe in any numbers, to tell you the truth. You should watch film. Just watch and see. <laughs> It'll tell you everything it's you hard. need to know. I get it. It's hard to watch everybody, so sometimes you need, just need some stats. But stats, are, especially in a sport like football, they're so... It, matter of fact, in all sports, they can just lie to you so... Heavy. It's easier in football though. Like, Some other yeah, sporting stats can help. I'm just I'm just going on like it's somebody averaging like twenty points a game in basketball, right? And you watch the game and he got this team getting smoked all the time. He got five all game, then in garbage time he get like twelve random points and he ended right. up with twenty. You know, like stuff like that can happen. Yes. Yes. 
Now, but, now, my question for you, Omar, is this: Who is the who? Like, who's hanging? If Tannenbaum is the GM, and and um, what's his name? Uh, uh, what's Greer is a GM? Who's hanging on to Tannehill? Adam Gase. picture. This is garbage. Any any chance Marino is going to take uh, his job? Yeah, I do. There's a possibility. Um, Jarvis Landry is always somebody. So it's always somebody. No, stop, stop doing it one at a time. The vice president this year, the GM the next year, the head coach the next year. No, have one person hide them all. Go with the Bill Parcells approach where he come in and you just fucking break shop because mm-hmm. this shit ain't going nowhere. This shit is right. They have been eight record wide for two decades. Ever, forever. I hear a lot of people saying, well, um, you, you can't complain about having Ryan Tannehill when there's no one out there that you can get. Do you agree with that? No, I, I don't agree with that because you can make Ryan Tannehill compete right now. You make a fair competition with him and Teddy Bridgewater, I'm mm-hmm. sure he wins that. There's, you make a fair competition with him and Nick Foles. Sure what about Tyrod Taylor, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Trevor yeah, Simeon? You sell by winning. Why do they? Why don't they think like that? No, you do not. That's stupid. That's what stupid people think. You do not. You have to win, and they will come. Period. It doesn't matter who's the quarterback. If Ryan Fitzpatrick signs the Dolphins and they said this is a rental until we get us a good draft pick, people will be like, ah. So if he starts winning, guess what? No one gives a fuck that he's a rental. They care about wins and losses. Period. Mm, nah, they 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 got they got to sell tickets from uh, Are you 
Omar, do you really think people don't buy tickets when you're winning? No, he's he's saying the truth. No, 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 no. People buy season tickets are already have been sold for next year. They're all you have to buy your tickets in January. Right. That I know. Right. So, because I'm a ticket buyer, January they hit you up. You either buying these tickets or you're not. No decision will be made in January as far as who the quarterback's going to be. Right. So my thing is this: if you truly feel like you have to sell them on someone and you're going to lose. You're still not going to sell tickets during the season. You're still not. Yeah. So what's the difference? They don't want they like what Omar's saying is true. I believe it's absolutely wrong. I I've told you the same. The method that you're saying right now should be the thing. That's what I believe. But what happens is exactly what Omar's saying, and that is a problem with most of the teams in the league. How many times have we seen a Dolphins game and the stadium is empty? All the time. So what's the so difference? So they're scared. To, they're scared that if they say, "This is my opinion," if they say we're giving up on Ryan Tannehill and we're mm-hmm. just rebuilding, mm-hmm. they feel like that little bit of people in the stands is going to go to no people in the stands. And, guess and at what? the end you of the day, win. at the end of the day, they want to win in the pockets. They don't care about like. Yeah, if we win it, it's cool, but they want to win in the pockets. No, I know that, and that's how you win in the You're pockets. absolutely right. You win fucking games. You're absolutely right, but that's clearly... No, they no, don't. They don't. No, they no, don't. No, they don't. No, they don't, Omar. He lies. He lies. Maybe Adam Gates do, but the people over the top... I would not really... want my head coach to be Adam Gates. If he thinks he's gonna win games with Ryan Tannehill, and maybe he, he does, maybe he, he should does. be fired. I ain't talking about one or two. I'm talking about actual a season. You're not gonna win anything. Yeah, I agree. It's so embarrassing. It is. It is. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you, but they, they, my, my hope is that I think that Tannehill will be back because they just scared. They, they chicken shit. Scared of what? Scared, scared. You know what they're scared of? I'll be real. They're scared of putting somebody who actually knows football in charge of the organization. Mm-mm. I think they just don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're all lost. No, 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 no. no. They, you know, they ain't the amount of teams that are run by people who actually played or coached the game. There's no way. There's no way for it to be possible. You know why? Because all those people are cool people and they would never be involved with the NFL. Oh, no, I, I don't think a lot of boys, a lot of boys still love mm. mm-hmm. No. You get Jason, yeah, you get Jason Taylor out to the one dog right now. Jason Taylor is way too cool to be a GM of a team. Yeah, you kidding me. Jason Taylor will do that shit hard. Mm-hmm. Probably one time to rob the bank and then <laughs> the fuck out. That's it. Nope. He wouldn't take this on as a career move where if it doesn't work out here, he's going to another team to try it in another team. And no, Jason Taylor would not. Nah. It takes a corny loser who really <laughs> doesn't know anything about football for real, just a businessman that knows the owners. That's who the most of the GMs are. That's exactly they do the not give those opportunities to people that actually know football. Oh, Who is doing a terrible job? What are you talking most I would guess 75% of the people that evaluate talent in the NFL don't know what the fuck they're looking at or what they're talking about. Look around the league. Look around the league. I, I won't disagree with you on that. They 
Yes. Everybody's hiring their friends to pretty much trick everybody into feeling like their team is that team and they've got the guy. And everybody knows when they don't. They just keep lying in the media. This is what bothers me about the NFL. When you watch an NBA press game, uh, post-game conference, you hear the truth. The coach will be like, yeah, we fucked up. Yeah, they're just a better team than us. We got to work harder. When you play against that team, you ain't your best. They're better than us. They be NFL, all of them, they just beat us today. You know, like they lie and say all this stupid shit that's not even true about the game. And, oh, well, you know, the, we, we just had some bad plays. We came up short. Nobody's ever saying, you know what, I called a bad game. Or our quarterback just isn't better than their quarterback. That's how they beat us. That's essentially what is happening every Sunday. Usually the best quarterback wins the game. Am I wrong? No, not Nobody ever says that though. Why they get paid two times, three times? Yeah, the only time it's different is if it's a close match and the coaches out scheme the other coaches. That's usually another way. Yeah, that's because the quarterback is better than the other one. Essentially, the NFL is a whole bunch of lies. So basically, I thought Tannenbaum was fired. He's not. When is that happening? Monday? It happens probably Monday. Monday. So Adam Gase is keeping his job. Yeah, I think I think that that's. Pretty, I, I I really don't think Steve Ross is bold enough to make bold moves. I, I, history has told me that. It, it, like, come on, he's not. What bold move has Steve Ross made in his entire career as an NFL? I don't know, but I can tell you right now that speaking from my husband's opinion and other players around the league that have played for the Dolphins, the best thing about Stephen Ross. And his organization is the fact that he has really good locker rooms, really good equipment. Like he actually spends money on some of the things that the other really teams does. don't spend money on. Other than that, it's a piece of shit in Miami. <laughs> no, no doubt. Uh, I, you know, it, and this is this is puzzling to me because uh, you know I've only covered one NFL team, but the, I I have never. Uh, other people regret not living in Miami. Oh yeah, I've never really heard. Yeah, terrible coaches back to back to back, terrible quarterback back to back to back. Like the same, your coaching and your quarterback are the most important decisions you make in the NFL, and the Dolphins are routinely awful at both of those. I've talked to so many players privately on this team who will sit up there and admit to you. Privately, of course, they're not putting their name on it. We're not going to the world with Tannehill and Zonky. And why you can't get those honest opinions to the people in charge, the people who are making decisions, like, look at it. Just look at your team. Look at your offense. You're the 30th worst offense in the league, and you can't blame that on injuries because it was bad before you had all <laughs> I know. That's true. You blame it on injuries. It was bad before injuries. Yeah, it's quarterback play. You went and got Osweiler for crying out loud. Like, this is what's so annoying to me is, like, um, Colin Kaepernick has just been sitting there, and everybody would rather – that's how I know teams don't care about winning. They would rather be bad than to sign him. Why not? No, definitely not. But that just proves that nobody – they don't care about really winning – they care about winning in their pockets, not the win, not the wins and losses every Sunday. That's why people get so mad at me when I say I'm here for the check, because that's all they're here for too, the check. So what you mad at me for? We all doing the same goddamn thing. 
Um, let's move on. MVP debate. We've got one, two, three, four, five candidates. Name them. Uh, Aaron Donald, Patrick Mahomes, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, and Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. Omar, I'll let you go first. I think it's going to be a white man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can tell you that. So you're saying Mahomes, Breeze, or Luck? Why, why you gotta call that man white? Who? Mahomes. What? You just said you think Mahomes is gonna win, but it's gonna be a white man. So which one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I thought you was calling Mahomes white. Oh, yeah. I, I really think it should be Mahomes because nobody's putting up those kind of numbers. And that's the player everybody in the NFL is talking about. I'm not talking about people in the league, I'm talking about players. Just for the reason you stated, and like Mahomes is just—he's take like the league is like you said, everybody's talking about him. It reminds me like when uh, Aaron Rodgers first started playing, and it was like, oh, what the hell? Like, what the hell? Is, this dude's crazy. It's like that type of vibe, and his team is doing really good. So I feel like I feel like he's going to win. A lot of people, a lot of people feel Drew Brees will and should win the award because. He has been in the league 19 years, is it? Um, this is probably the last, maybe the last time he he would be in the discussion. Omar, I'm hearing a lot of wind. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, in, a, I'm in a windy area, okay? Let me, let me yeah, get yourself together, my nigga. Okay. Um, Drew Brees is basically should get this Lifetime Achievement Award because... Drew Brees never won MVP. Never won Oh, MVP Drew Brees going to win MVP. Ever. He going to win. And if they up. don't give it to him, he it's almost up. like you, you're assuming that he's going to be back in the discussion again, which nobody can guarantee. And they're saying, well, Mahomes, what if he's never in the discussion again? Like, you, you can't. The award, to me, should be based on whoever is the most valuable player to their team. And if you do that, it's Andrew Luck. He is obviously the most valuable person on his team, but you can't give to somebody who doesn't have the best record. So then you're like, okay, well, Drew Brees has the best record. Then you go statistically and say, well, Mahomes has 48 touchdowns this year and 50 is going to be the record, which he has one more game to beat that. Yeah. So now it's like, okay, so how do you actually decide who the MVP is? How do you, how do you not give it to the guy who sets an NFL record for touchdowns in the season? Like, how do you seriously mm-hmm. Yeah, 48 times. He's fourth right now in the NFL. If he gets 50, he'll be he'll have the record. Yeah, I think I think he should get it. But when you just told me Drew Brees never won an MVP, I think Drew Brees get it. That That's changed my whole saying. opinion. Everybody's saying Drew Brees is going to get this because it is basically and essentially his lifetime achievement. And I do not agree with him getting it. But I think because of those reasons, he's going to get it. He also has the best team in the NFL right now, the best team record-wise. So he's got to get – and his numbers are ridiculous, so he's got to get the props for that. Numbers aren't ridiculous. Saints play the Chiefs. Who you got? 
I got the Chiefs. I got the Chiefs. And they don't even have a good defense. It depends on if they're in that dome or not. That, dome that does matter. To win. To no, win just to beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs. I'm just saying straight center. up game, whatever. I'm, who you got, Chiefs or Saints? I'm picking the Chiefs, and I'm that's really Chiefs because too. Eli Apple is in the secondary of the Saints. I'm just and it's going down on his neck. I'm not even saying because of anybody. I just feel like I'm picking the Chiefs. That's what I think. The reason that I chill, I chill, you know, Drew Brees is my favorite quarterback. Brent Omar, did you know that? Yes, yes, I know that. So I picked Mahomes quite simply because if you actually, I think I might have discussed this about a month ago, maybe three weeks ago. And I said to, to Brent, I said, look at all the games. There, there's only one game that separates their records. So you can't be like, yeah. oh, well, the, the, the Saints are way better. No, it's one game that separates their record, 12-3, and 13-2. If you look at the three games that Mahomes lost, he still averaged 30-some points a game. He balled mm-hmm. the fuck out in every single loss. Every loss that Drew Brees has, he had 10 points. He played yeah. like shit. Yeah. Bad throws. Turnovers, you know, just fucking up. And that right there should be the deciding factor on who the MVP should be. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. Like I said, I picked Mahomes, but. And I feel sorry for Aaron Donald, who has 19 and a half sacks right now. No, they're not giving it to him. Never happening. You're in the wrong position. I mean, he's a ball. He's obviously a beast. He might be the outside of quarterback, the best player in the NFL or whatever, Mm -hmm. but. He don't throw the ball he to nobody. He don't, yeah. he don't score touchdowns. No. No. Nobody matters with the quarterback. All right. Oh, my God. Um, can we talk about some games that matter this week? Look at Omar fucking up my whole podcast. Omar, I'm convertible. Your ass, you got the top drop, bro. What you doing? You in the car now? You in the car now? Okay, so I'm going to run down. <laughs> so... We got 16 games Sunday and a lot of important games. We're going to run through them quickly, especially ones that don't matter. We're not even going to talk about it, okay? First one is Falcons-Buccaneers. Doesn't matter. Does matter. Why? It's the Bumble. Shut up. Shut up. It's the Bumble, Omar. Do you know what the Bumble is? I'm coming to Bumble. Oh, yeah. Y'all on the Bumble. Yeah, y'all got a Bumble game, too. Y'all got the Bumble means nothing. However, in the division, it means everything. Whoever loses this game is at the bottom of the division. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Or you can bump all the way up to second. To second place. So and you'll be first second loser. in the division, whoever wins this game. Yeah. Oh, y'all should lose? Nah. Like, that is true. Like, what you about get a draft tougher picks? schedule. Does it, help, does it help with draft picks? Huh? Yeah, for draft picks. Yeah, you're trying to get – that's what a lot of te- teams are doing. I'm not saying players are doing that, but teams will be happy if they lose because they get a better draft pick. Yeah. Damn. I really think that's a situation. Like, in the Dolphins' See, that's what I'd be talking about. And I talked about that on when I was on Taxes Podcast when I said, you know, if you have a, uh, um, in your contract, if you have a bonus where if you get 10 sacks that year, they will not play you. They will oh, serve yeah. you. No they doubt. will do whatever the fuck to make sure you don't get that bonus. No and doubt. that's just fucking crazy to me. But that's the NFL. So, you know, you guys might want to lose. It might actually benefit. Actually, you, 
you better not come back here next year, especially if they keep the same coaching staff. But we're going to move on. Um, Cowboys, Giants. I, I want to I see Grant have the opportunity to play for a contender. Go. I really do want to see that because I want to see him. I want to see him enjoy a final because I, I, you know, I enjoy, enjoy this year. I want yeah. to enjoy the game he loves. Right. I want to just see him like, like smiling every week instead of like, eh, we lost again. And it's like, <laughs> it's sad, you know, Omar, because he really can't affect the wins. He truly can't affect the wins. At all. I mean, I guess you could a little bit, but totally, no. He can't. Because he's a corner. And as you can see, he can be ignored all game and we'll still lose. They won't throw balls over there and we will still get our ass whooped. And um, so, we're, so we're moving on. Uh, Cowboys-Giants, Cowboys big division rival game. Um, doesn't matter in the scheme of playoffs per se. No, but it, positioning it does. They trying to the Giants trying to finish tank jobs. Cowboys are trying to make sure that they they stay in the spot that they're in. So, do you think that there's any chance that we will the Giants would sit people? Do you think that happens at all to where the Cowboys have an easy easy win? No, I think God is back in that they're gonna play it out. They're gonna play it, and also as for coaching staffs, even though that's the Giants' coaching staff will be there next year, that's a good thing. If they can beat the Cowboys going out, it's like a big thing. It's like how the Dolphins can beat the Patriots, even though they ain't beat anybody else the rest of the season. And it's like a good thing that the coaches can hang their hat on. So they're gonna have them playing. I didn't even think about the fact Dolphins have one since I ain't Mm-hmm. Panthers, Saints, uh, we may see uh, our, our boy. We may see uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Any chances of that? Any chances Drew Brees sits down? That, that decision has already been made. Let's just be clear. Yeah, um, the decision is made. Is it? I think they would. I think they would, and they probably want to see what they're get, what they have in case they want to keep him for the next off season. Shit, Drew Brees ain't got that much longer. He 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 would get back in. Is uh the Saints number one seed like solidified? Yes, they yeah. can. T- they can't even if they tied, they would still have a tiebreaker with the Rams because they, they beat them. Yeah. Oh yeah, then they're sitting. They're sitting. That's what I was thinking too. They're sitting Drew Brees. They might sit some other people too. Interesting theory there. Because there's no, it's no benefit. There's no, there's no Cam Newton. Also, there's no, there's no Cam Newton. There's no Cam Newton. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The thing is, with these games, like they end up being cool games because there's a lot of people that are playing, trying to like secure a job, secure a job, show themselves for the next coaching staff. uh, Who, if they know, they probably won't be on this team. Show themselves for wherever they go and get some good film out there. So they turn out being good games, even though they don't mean anything in the grand scheme. Right. Um, Jets, Patriots. Any chance that the Patriots look awful again and lose <laughs> this game? No, nah, they care not to play. Good luck with that one. You, who, who thinks the Patriots are going to win the first round of the playoffs? I do. Mm. You think they lose in the first round? Yeah. Because Do they even have to play a first round? No, they, they, first could, they could buy, but after that first round, the Texans would play either the Titans, Colts, possibly Steelers, and the Chargers, uh, Ravens. 
But the next round, <laughs> you looking at, do you think the, the Patriots will beat the Ravens? Yeah. You think they will beat the Texans? Yes. Do you think they will beat the Chargers? Yes. I think they beat all three of those teams. I don't. I don't think they beat the Chargers. I think they beat all three of those three. I would like to place a wager. Let's see how this all steps out. I, I would like to place Patriots, a wager. Though. My bet is the Patriots lose the first round of the playoffs this year. Damn, that's bold. It's technically their first round. Yes. That's bold. That's a bold call. I, I want to see if that happens. I don't see it. I'm sorry. They look bad to me. And it's not just Tom Brady. Everybody looks bad. Yeah. What's their record? Their record is 10-5. and five. Keep in mind their, their division. Let's just say that. Their division is. Yeah. Let's keep that real. 10 and They five. beat the Chiefs, though. Yeah. Barely. All right. I'll holler at you later, Omar. Me and, me and Brent are going to finish this up. We'll, we'll have a small. I'll be in. I'll be in Florida. We'll have a small wager. Ooh, that's gonna be dope. I'm hype. I'm hype. I'm hype. All right, I'm hype. peace. I'm hype. Okay, so Omar's gone. Um, shout out to him for joining us. Let's finish this off. So you say there's no way that the Patriots lose the first round. No way. No way. Let's see how it all shapes out. Let me see who they playing because I truly think they don't want to see the Chargers, and they for sure, to me. Do not want to see the fucking Ravens. Just the my Ravens? Opinions. Yeah. With yeah. a run, all running? Yeah. All, nah, all, all things they you just, can't scheme against because you have no idea what they're nah. doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. Nah. So Time, nah. I can't. We don't see. I respect what the Ravens did, and, and they are good defense. I don't think they're a good Ravens. team at all. I just physically, I just honestly think that they are, like, insane to, to, film, to like, scheme against. No, it is definitely tough because no one else does that. And that's what Belichick is known for. He puts together a bunch of film and he finds out your weakness. The only thing he could possibly do is stop the run, which they aren't doing. And if you do that, you make Teddy Bridge, I mean, you make um, Lamar Jackson throw the ball. That's the only way you can beat the Ravens if you make Lamar Jackson throw the ball. Nobody's been able to do it. The defense has been fucking up the other team's offenses, not letting them have any clock. Turning the ball over, it's, getting the ball back to their offense that pretty much drains the clock with no, weird running plays. It's a good formula. Yeah. It's a reason it works in every level of football up into the NFL. The reason they don't do that style of football in the NFL is because your quarterback is your cash cow. Mm-hmm. And to do that, you're putting your quarterback at risk every play. That he's willing to die for this. Can't no, but I'm him? just saying that's why teams don't do it. But that is a difficult thing to stop. That's why in... College, a team like Georgia Tech, which has limited recruits, not as good as other teams, they give teams a hard time running veer option and stuff because mm-hmm. it's just a whole bunch of stuff. Right, and, and it's people just can one mess up. Game. And just one error, one game, and now they hold it. Now they hold. They got time of possession, mm-hmm. and now you're you're forcing them on offense, trying to score really quick. And before you know it, you're down two scores, which is like being down. Four so why do you think the Patriots can beat them? Because they're just they'll they'll beat them. I I always think the Patriots Ravens through history has always been a tough game for them, but mm-hmm. I just feel like they will beat them. I just mm, we gonna see. We gonna see. Jaguars Texans. Now obviously the Jaguars can play spoiler. Yeah, they could be a fucking hater. It is a division game, mm-hmm. and you know you know I've been on the Texans bandwagon the whole season. They are ten and five. Same record as the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And them winning this game could actually push them up if the Patriots were to lose. Yeah. A lot of things shift in this game. This is a very big game. And do you think the Jaguars are going to pull it out? 
because they didn't upset. They they played last week and won. Is there any chance? Do you think? Nah. You think they packing it in? People are saying that it's a rivalry game. It's a big deal. They not gonna just quit. Blake Bortles is starting, so that tells me right there that they're trying to win. I feel like it, I'm not saying the Texans are just gonna go in and stomp a hole in it, but I feel like the Texans will win that game. You got Texans winning that one. Um, Lions Packers means no. nothing. Dolphins Bills no. means nothing. Uh, Cardinals Seahawks. Well, what does that do for the Seahawks if they win? They are in the, the fifth spot wild card, nine and six. Um, ten and six. And the, the, the Seahawks NFC. are going to beat the Cardinals. Yes, I think they stay right where they are because they obviously aren't gonna win the division. Yeah. Forty ers Rams should be a asshole. Rams is stunting. Chargers, Broncos. Whew, this is a historically angry yeah, game. Yeah, right, it is. This is an angry game. Games like that, angry you never game. know, because it's a rival. The Broncos don't look good at all to me. They have nah. just looked pretty bad. The Chargers, although they lost to the Ravens last week, when I did not think they were going to lose to the Ravens. But either. like I said, nobody can scheme against them. It's a weird offense to try to beat. It's tough because you got a guy, a quarterback, who's willing to die for one yard. Like he's willing to die, but I got the Chargers win this game, which then would um, solidify their position um, in the playoffs. I feel sorry for the Chargers, man. Why? They're eleven and three right now, and they're in the wild card spot. They got a team. They got the Chiefs in that division. That's That's crazy. The NFL was needs to change this. They need to change it to whoever the record it goes. You want to run through whatever season, like basketball. Yes, for the playoffs. But they're not going to do that because it ruins uh, it division ruins game, division games and, and all the bullshit yeah, they, that they, they love. feed off of that. They're not going to do that. Poor Chargers. I got them beating the Broncos. Um, let's see. Eagles-Redskins. Huge game for the Eagles. They're sitting at the number seven spot outside the club. Who are they playing? The, the Redskins. I got the Eagles. So if the Eagles win, they're going to be nine and seven, which still doesn't solidify anything because the Vikings, oh, which is the big game, but Vikings Bears, oh, big 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 game. Vikings are sitting at number six, and the Bears are obviously the winning the division at eleven, well, division uh, title eleven and four. Do the Bears have any reason to like they can move up or down or what? No, I'm taking the Vikings in that game. The Vikings. Yep. You be killing me shitting on Trubisky, dog. I'm just taking the Vikings. For what? Because I'm not. I feel like the Bears can lose. Like, they're good, but I feel like they're going to lose. Have you In been playoffs, watching Cousins play? No, but I'm still taking the Vikings. You I've seen him play. I've seen him play Um, on one of the, the games. He's the same guy. He, he like... He makes he's average. Was, yeah, he, no, he's he's above. He's above a little bit above he's average, above. but he's a lot of times just average. He's above yeah. average. He's 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 a good quarterback, but he's not like, yo, we got cousins, we got a Super Bowl chance, no. But he he's straight. I'm picking the Bears to win this game, and I don't even think it's. Let me not be rude to say it won't be close. I just think that it's. Where not, are they playing? They're playing in Minnesota. Oh, Vikings gonna win. We probably won't even get to watch. Uh, Raiders, Chiefs. 
That's, that's a big game, but it's not now. But that's it used to be, but it's game. not now. Shout out Marshawn Lynch. Um, did you know Al Davis has like a, a torch that they light the last home game of the season every year? It's like the Olympic torch kind of thing. Did not know that. Well, they lit the bitch, and I'm assuming they might have lit lit it. I don't know if that's the last game there, but it should be right. Yeah. Well, guess who hopped up there and lit a blunt on the torch? Shut up. No, he did not. Who? Marshawn Lynch? Yes. That's dope. My nigga lit a whole blunt. There's picture, video, everything. That's funny. Shout out Marshawn Lynch. That's so funny. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. What a savage he is. Fucking savage. Uh, We both obviously have the Chiefs win that. Uh, We'll get into playoff pictures after this. But we we can't even really talk about it because we don't even agree on who's going to win the fucking games. Damn. Browns-Ravens. Now. That's a good game. Now, now, that's a, now. That's an old school slobber knocker. And then you know what's so good about that too is like it, it literally, and I don't know what the future holds for Lamar Jackson. I don't know if they're going to keep him. I do believe Flacco's the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. But this represents the future for these two franchises. Pretty much. And a quarterback, Baker Mayfield, who is constantly in the media. Let me just tell you. You see him stare down you, Jackson, when they beat him? I heard about it. I didn't see it, though. He is. First First of all, he's a, people are upset about a lot of the stuff that he's doing. And I think the reason they're upset is because he's a quarterback. Or they don't realize that's why they're upset. Because you see this type of behavior from all types of players. We've seen this before. We've seen the shit talking. We've seen all the, the subbing and you know, all the yeah. eyeballing and everything, but I don't think anyone has ever seen it from a quarterback because they're supposed to be buttoned up, proper, yeah. you know, the the, yeah. the the epitome of excellence yeah. in the league. And Baker is acting like a whole nigga. Yeah. He acting I mean, like a receiver they, or like a, a corner. Like he's not acting white. If they followed him at all in college, this should not be a surprise. Like he wasn't right. any different in college. He got flagged for what he did after games and mm-hmm. planting flags. Like that's him. Yeah. And that's you can't take that from people. When you take who people are from them, it's kind of like you know you're, de- you're taking their balls. Now they just like trying to act. Mm-hmm. And when you acting, you're acting like something. It's not. He, he tweeted "Merry Christmas" to everyone, including that Grinch, Colin Coward. Why? Nope. Why? Why have that? Can you just be talking trash? Yeah, low-key. But it's like no quarterback does that. Yeah, he's being himself, though. Respect. He's never he's been doing it. So who do you have in this game? Browns, Ravens? Ravens. Oh! Why do you have the Ravens in this game? Because I feel like their defense is, is going to do enough to contain the Browns. And then they'll just eat up clock and run and their offense isn't. They don't have Tom Brady. Even though I like Baker Mayfield, I don't think he's going to be really good. I I think the Ravens win this game quite simply because the Browns' defense ain't going to be able to do nothing with the Ravens' offense. The opposite of what you said. The Browns' defense is all right. It's just they not. I didn't say they wasn't good. I'm just just saying saying it's difficult. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. The Browns beat them before. That's playing part into why I think Mm -hmm. the Ravens will win. And then when the Browns beat them before, it was – I think they beat them in overtime. I think the Ravens were up, and then they came back. I just feel like now the Ravens win. It's just, that's just what I feel. Hmm. Bengals-Steelers. Steelers need this to save their life, to stay in the playoff hunt. They're sitting at number eight only because the Titans and Colts are tied at number six. 
Could you imagine the Steelers not making the playoffs? And does that mean their coach is fired if they don't make this playoffs? I don't I even think about that, but... Yeah. Be nah, I don't think he's going to get fired. I think they lose this game. They don't make the playoffs. He's out of there. Damn. I think a, it, a lot of it has to do with just the run. The Steelers have had a run. You know what I mean? And it's going down. Yeah. Rakelisberger is falling off. Yeah. You know, they've lost their running back. That Their defense is nothing like what it used to be. And I feel like it's time for a whole new regime. Now, do they get rid of Ben? No. But they're definitely going to bring in some um, competition. Competition? Yeah. So a, a, future, a future competition, meaning yeah. a fake competition. Roethlisberger will just retire. I ain't talking about next year, but he's just going to retire. Yeah, because he was talking about retiring left this year coming in. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he was saying he felt like he, he lost it. Whenever he just want to retire, he retire. Bengals are not nothing, so they no, should yeah, the win Bengals, this game. Um, and the last game is Colts Texans. Colts Titans. I'm sorry. Oh, Colts Titans. That's it. Can the Colts make the playoffs? They're both sitting at the number six. Spot. Oh, this is the game everybody got to watch. This is the game, and it's the Sunday night game. Oh, that's gonna be good. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> are we gonna be? We'll talk about that later. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. I want to watch that game though. Like I yeah. really want to watch that game so badly. So I, I was gonna have us discuss playoff prediction. We can do that next week because I don't feel like talking about it anymore. Because I truly feel like when this week is over and I'm right, <laughs> then we're going to talk about the playoffs. We're going to talk about that first round next week. Um, we're, we're obviously going to be home. You guys have not made the playoffs again. Again. Once again. Again. So we're going to be home and we'll discuss the playoff picture, I'm assuming, next week. Uh, but let's move on. Let's, let's get into some basketball uh, cool. talk. It ain't even no basketball talk for real. It's just all about LeBron. Let's just talk about LeBron James because that's the only thing popping in sports right now. First thing up, LeBron James is accused of tampering. Okay? Oh, okay. I don't know how you can tamper when you're a player. That is clear that you can't tamper as a player. It's in the CBA. Today, I'm sure you don't know this, today, the NBA sent memos to their entire team every team in the league and said warning players need to be focused on their schedule and their schedule only and not be publicly saying that they're trying to um get players to come to the team they're basically saying knock it off lebron cut it out because lebron said as plain as day yes i'm always trying to poach i'm always trying to find players i think it's hilarious that people think that he could even be tampering because someone asked him a question it's not like he grabbed the microphone and was like, excuse me excuse me excuse me yeah so i would like yeah. anthony davis to it's, come to my team they asked him a question it's ridiculous. would you like him yes would you like kevin durant yes yeah would you like Kyrie? yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, would yeah. you like Jimmy Butler? Yes. It's stupid. It's, it's a setup. Like, bro, what are you going to say? No, nah, I would I would never want to play with Anthony Davis, even though he's one of the top players in the NBA. And if we had Anthony Davis, we're definitely in the final. You know what I mean? Or conference finals for sure, and it's going to be a battle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, of course he's going to say that. Mm-mm-mm. I think that it's strange that they sent out this memo because it means nothing. 
I honestly and truly, it means nothing. There is absolutely nothing they can do if LeBron goes back on TV and says, yeah, I'm trying to get people to come here. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, because owners are only probably panic about losing their players. Oh, well, that is the reason that the NBA locked out and owned their league so they could do things like this. They no, can I'm say, a, a, Anthony Davis can literally say to the Pelicans, I would like to leave now. And guess what? They'll have to figure something out. <laughs> yeah, or he'll just sit on the bench and refuse to play. Their money's guaranteed. 100% guaranteed, and that's what you guys need to be working on. So you run your own league. But that's the problem, and there's nothing you can do about it. Right. Now let me ask you this. So they asked Kevin Durant about his you know, future free agency, and his response was, I'm going wherever the highest bidder is. They asked Anthony Davis, and he said legacy is less than, he said, he said legacy, meaning wins, is greater than money. What side of that are you on if you're an NBA player? Legacy? Like, like what, what other people think would, of you? No, he, championships is what that means. Um, I feel like you, you should just do what you want. Like, I would go, if I'm Kevin Durant, I don't really, highest bidder don't really. I ain't talking about Kevin Durant, I'm talking about you. Me? What would be more important to you? Would you, you're already in the NBA, so you're already obviously a wealthy person, regardless if you're the fucking... Then I'm going to win. You're going to win, to get championships. Yeah. Why, why do you think that Kevin Durant... First of all, just the fact that he even said that is so weird because you're so rich. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm going to win. Like, of course, you, you want to get paid, like, of course. But at that level of money, you were Kevin Durant. You got shoe deals. You got all types of endorsement deals. You're making crazy bank on your natural N NBA contract. The highest bidder, bro, like... I think he said that just to take another shot at LeBron because Le LeBron did an interview and they asked him, remember I told you that Durant said that playing with LeBron is toxic? Yeah, yeah, I LeBron kept. He said Kevin Durant called him and wanted to explain what he meant and they was like, so what did you think about what he said? He said, I thought it was bullshit, but... He at least explained what he meant. I said, cool, and we're moving on. Mm -hmm. But you could tell that the, the relationship has soured. Because LeBron had no, like, yeah, that's still my boy. It was kind of like, fuck that nigga. That was foul, Kevin Durant, to say that. Yeah, Cupcake like, is really soft. It was it was weird. Like, you can't say, like, he could have worded it differently, I guess, but I don't even see the reason toxic why he said Toxic is a terrible word to use. At, yeah. Like, that's not, LeBron James isn't toxic. When have you seen Toxic? When? Uh, I don't know. I haven't. I don't know there's, there, there's only been one. There's only been one which you can consider toxic relationship, and that was when Kyrie wanted to leave. And guess what? LeBron tried to beg him to stay, and Kyrie still left. Yeah. And LeBron wished him well, and they still cool. What's toxic? Where? No, I don't see any toxic. What I'm, I thought he was trying to say, but it was weird that he would even do this. It was like. When you play with LeBron, it's like you kind of got to just it take from your game, I guess he's saying. Because like, he dominates the ball, which he does. And it's not like a, a bad domination. So that's ball. what he meant by toxic? It's toxic that's to all when I, when I was. The person that literally would love to pass the ball in big moments to a, a, a Robin? That doesn't even make any sense. It's just what he's LeBron saying. LeBron is the king of passing the ball to people that are open. 
regardless of the moment. He's not one of those people that, which is to a fault, in my opinion, who steals the moment. Like Kobe steals moments. Jordan. No, he's not toxic in that aspect. It's not. He's not toxic at all. He, what he's saying is a player that goes on LeBron's team that was, say, a star somewhere else or, you know, whatever, they will have to change their game, what he's saying, on LeBron's team. Because LeBron is the guy that's going to have the ball most of the time. He just, passes the ball to the It's OB not just team. that he passes. A lot of people aren't just spot-up shooters. A lot of people, like, like to do what LeBron's doing. Durant don't want to do that? Durant does like to have the ball up. Not bringing the ball up and he running doesn't. the offense. LeBron passes to open people. Durant ain't passing to nobody. He, he does. don't want to do what LeBron does. He no. does. To who? He's not as good as LeBron at it, but he does do it. What do you mean? When does he bring the ball up and he run does. the offense? He gets the ball. He has the ball top. He's, the screen roll runs through him. He comes off, and he has options. Either shoot or pass or something. Yeah, he and he could that. still do that on LeBron's team. I've seen this happen. You'll see Irvin... Um, uh, what's his name? Ingram doing it all the time. Mm-hmm. He's just not good at it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I it think. Is. Cupcake is afraid to play with LeBron because then we'll we'll see that all this chest beating that he's doing that he's the best player in the league will get exposed because he would actually have to show it every night. Mm-hmm. Period. He don't have to be the best player he's on the on the floor in Golden State. He's not the best player. Oh, that's not you can't tell him that. He's not better than LeBron. He he does LeBron. not believe that for a second. <laughs> and we would find out if they was on the team together. Easily. LeBron's the best player in the league. <laughs> Again, he's not my favorite player, but he's the best player in the league. You know, hands down. I think rings matter um because people like to when people look back and they start talking about who was the greats and who was this and who was that, that is always in the discussion. In the NFL, it doesn't matter as much because you can't, there's 11 people out there, it's too difficult. But in the NBA, it's almost like a thing like, look at Melo, he's going to get trashed forever. Charles Barkley still gets slammed to this day yeah. for not having a ring. Right. And he's easily one of the best power forwards we've ever had. Yeah, I would just say in that situation, you got to go where you want to play and have fun. Like, winning champ- to me, like, of course you want to win, but you want to win when you can play how you want to play. That too. Yeah, you don't want to go to a team and now you got to change the role. Yeah, you win, but you miserable winning. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's either or. You don't want to just go somewhere just for money and you don't want to just go somewhere just to win. Like, you want to go. Some people will go somewhere just to win, sit on a bench like shit. I, I surely wish... We were somewhere just to win. Mm. <laughs> I'm not wired like that. I gotta I got have fun. If I'm not having fun, then I'm just, just not, I don't really care when or not. We saw something happen a couple of days ago that we've never seen, and that mm. is LeBron get injured. Yeah, he pulled that groin. Pulled a groin is a soft tissue injury, which you know mm-hmm. is dangerous. It's not some, well, it's dangerous on the strength that. You can try to rush it back. Yeah, that is exactly, and it's in the season. And a lot of men, you know, you guys, can't sit there and let your muscle heal. You you try to rush back early. Your team isn't even that great. 
They need you. You're LeBron. The thing, too. He's in his 30s. The thing, too, in basketball, though, you you can, with a muscle, like, it can heal better. It's not. Look at you about to say something rude. Go ahead. No, it's not rude. Like, you can play a basketball game See? without all out sprinting or That's doing rude. anything, and you can still play well. That's rude. That's what you was about to say something rude. It's not rude, it's the truth. <laughs> you can play a basketball game with a groin pool. You, not, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, you you can, not right now, like, he can, as soon as he pull it, he can go out and play. But when it's healing, like, when it's, it's back and he's, like, coming back, he can play games and just. Be under control. Who wants to do that, Brent? No, but it'll come back faster than as opposed to football that's all high-intensity, unexpected cuts and turns. Like, it's not the same. It's the same reason why it's not as many groin and hamstring pulls in basketball as it is in football. I think that it has more to do with training. No, it has to do with that. It's not as many high-intensity stops and sprints. I'm saying that NFL players train – not work out, like actually train their body, which is running, lifting weights, everything, way differently than NBA players. And it is my opinion, based on all the friends I have and hanging around them, that NBA players don't even lift weights for real. So whenever you do have a muscle pull like that, it usually takes longer to heal just because your body isn't even used to, like, you – you working yeah. out. It, it depends. What LeBron does. He to works get to. out though. LeBron is one of the few in the NBA that actually trains like a football player. To, to get to be real for LeBron, I don't know the grade and say, but it looks pretty I think bad. It was. That's going to take a, a few weeks. They got four home games in a row. They got the Clippers tonight. They've got um, the Kings again at home. They've got Oklahoma and then. The Knicks, four in a row at home. I think LeBron should sit out all four of these games. Yeah, he's going to sit out. He needs like Relax. two weeks at least. Yeah. Two weeks of just chilling. They can still win. I think the Knicks are trash enough for them to beat Only them. Only OKC is probably a, a true like on-paper loss right away. Yeah, they just lost to the Kings at the buzzer beater. How about Lonzo? Almost they took his rebound. Sick. Triple-double L. They literally took one of his rebounds, so he didn't have a triple-double. But I think he played a good game. He cramped up in the game. And people was talking shit about it. And I'm just like, it's probably because he was hype. And more minutes, more to do. Yeah, he's like, you know what I mean? He's playing. He got to show, like, yo, LeBron in here. Let me Mm -hmm. show what I can do. And he probably put a lot of effort into that game. I feel like this this is a time for Ingram to step up, and I don't think he's going to step up. And I feel like you're he should be tra- on the trading You're point. not a fan of, of Ingram what is What is he supposed to be robbing? Like, come on, this is Robin is supposed to shine right now, right? Yeah, and in, in, in actuality, like, it's never a good thing for someone to hurt, but this could be a good thing for the Lakers. Yeah. Like, two weeks, your team can, like, learn themselves, get better, get some confidence. Some people can really step up. So when LeBron comes back, they got a whole new confidence, like what I can do. And maybe Ingram would be one of those guys. Rondo's out again. What happened to him? What happened to Rondo? I saw the headline. I didn't want to read it because it really pissed me off. Rondo balled against the Warriors. Yeah, he was balling. He was the reason. He was the guy. 
to me. He turned into LeBron. Yeah. Like, he, he started making crazy shots. Ass layups, he made a three. Yeah. I was like, like, what the, the fuck is going on? on? Yeah. Shit's crazy. Um, LeBron wins Associated Press Athlete of the Year, and people are in an uproar about this. Why? Because he didn't win the championship. Because he got swept. Because... He opened his school. <laughs> He there opened a school. He made a documentary called yeah. Shut Up and Dribble. And he was still the best basketball player. He also called the NFL out and said the owners are a bunch of racists. That's why he should be the athlete of the year. Nobody's complaining that Serena won for female, and she lost both of her uh, uh, championships. She lost both. Yeah, she was pregnant. See? So why is it she that was people... pregnant. LeBron opened the school. There you have it. <laughs> do you think that um, who who's the guy? There was a, a hockey player, no baseball player. He, you were talking about this guy. Hold on, what's his name? Um, damn, I'm so mad. I don't think I have it. Um, Betts. Mookie Betts. Yes, he won American League MVP award, a Silver Slugger. An AL batting title and a Golden Glove in yeah, 2018. He, he for sure and was an All Star. Yeah. He Do you balled. think that he should have won it? Uh, did he open the school? <laughs> no. All right. There you have it. Nope. He shouldn't have won it. Oh my God! You are terrible. He's won it three times. LeBron? This is his third time winning it. Did and he open the school on them other two wins? Not. No. So this is it. <laughs> he should have got it. He won, the, the other ones was championships, and this one was the school. The school, along with being the best player in the league for the 15th year or however long he's been in the league. Um, what's up with your Warriors? What's up with Man, What's I, going on? Talk I to me. Say, Warriors, Warriors having problems. Real talk. Mm-hmm. Warriors don't seem as deep. Mm, that was a big thing. We already knew that. We talked about we that. Know, they they sacrificed their bench. We know. We know. To we know. get starters. We got it. We got they're it. not as they're not as deep. So the regular season when your team is not as deep, mm-hmm. is tough because that it's like you know your starters. You're relying deep. on too yeah, much. Yeah, you're relying your starters too much. That's cool for the playoffs. It really is. Mm-hmm. But in the, I mean, yeah, relying on your starters is cool in the playoffs. But in the regular season, you should be developing a bench. What could be happening is maybe their bench is developing. They're finding out some people. They do have some some little injuries with players. People coming in and out of the lineup, and maybe they're trying to develop consistency. But with their starting with their starting five right now, you got mm-hmm. Dray- Draymond, who was never a really good shooter, is a horrible shooter right now. And Clay, who is arguably the best shooter spot up in the league, is missing at an alarming rate. Now with Clay. You know, law averages say he's going to start making shots because he's a great shooter. You know, mm-hmm. people go through things. You know, he'll he'll clear that up. But Draymond got to, you know, we need they need Draymond to make shots because they're just not guarding him. Mm-hmm. They're not guarding him. And now yeah, it's Steph, literally just they treating him like they used to treat, like well, kind of treat Rondo. Rondo, yeah, he got he has to he got to do something. He got to get get his jumper together. At least because it's, it's tough. He can do a lot of things, but if you can't make a shot, you're a liability on the court. It's just real. Denver is number one. Yeah, Denver's number one. Why don't we talk about them? Because nobody believes. Nobody thinks Denver is going to win. It's kind of like I, I used to love the Bulls 
it's kind of like when the Bulls were were number one over uh, the Heat all those years. Like everybody knew LeBron and D-Wade would win. You know, it's like I wanted the Bulls to win, but everybody knew. So nobody takes them serious until it happens. Like, now, if they get in the playoffs and they beat the Warriors, then they're just like, oh, shit. The, the well, they would have to be in the Western Conference Finals to beat the Warriors. That's what I'm saying. If they get there and they beat beating teams and, and sweeping people in the playoffs and then they against the Warriors, and then people are like, yo, you might want to listen. But they're not going to get the respect in the regular season because, for the most part, a lot of people don't even pay attention to the NBA regular season. Oklahoma City Thunder is in third place, 21-12. Um, Russell, is his assists are actually mattering now. You know, right. He averaged that triple-double that one season. I called all his numbers catfish. This year, he's not even the best player on their team. Paul he's George, the best player. I mean, yes, but he's not playing like the best player on the team. Paul George is actually taking the lead. Russell is becoming a facilitator, passing. He's becoming a point guard, it seems like, right before our eyes. Yeah, he's doing better. Shooting less shots. I don't know if that's because he realized that he's not a great shooter or what that means. But sh- people are having putting Oklahoma in the Western Conference Finals right now. And what is your opinion of that? I would have to see how Russell Westbrook really plays when it starts to really matter. You have to start talking about it now, though. You have to um, start looking No, at I don't believe they're going to the Western Conference Finals. No, I don't. I would take... And I'll say this now, and I, I really do believe this, just because that's how much I believe in LeBron. I would take the Lakers over the Thunder in the series. Yeah. I think that boils down to, like you said, whenever you're in a playoff situation, it's like a seven-game series. And it's yeah. not a one-night thing yeah. where you can have a bad night right. and lose a game or have a good night and win a game where you can have a – certain players schemed on and they have a bad game and I think that's what people um don't understand about basketball when they say this team has this and this team has that yes in 82 games I feel like outside of the Warriors who are playing bad now but obviously you know any team can beat anybody right they really can and we're seeing that now Mm -hmm. we're seeing that even the Warriors are getting beat by people and It really comes down to, like, like when I play ball, there was, I know it's, you're not supposed to say this, but there's definitely games I get up for. There's definitely games that I, like, pay extra attention to. I'm trying to make sure, like, there's certain games I come out and I'm like, you know what? First half, I'm just going to shoot all threes. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to figure out a way to get threes off. You can't do that when you're playing a team that's good, that, you know, is, is a contender. Because you'll fuck around and get your ass whooped. You know, but I feel like everybody's trying to build their team for the for April. Yeah. To play against the Warriors and Toronto, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because even though the East, Toronto's leading the, the East, it's not like it's going to be an easy route. No, this would be good. This, the end of the basketball season and playoffs is going to be really, mm. really, really good. It's going to be interesting. Um, really good. Um, James Harden has been balling. No surprise. And there, no, I think there's a reason. Why? He's not in the MVP discussions. So now he want to get. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Petty? I think so. I think he's a little bit pissed off because he wasn't even supposed to play yesterday, and he played at 45. 
dog. He is upset that he's not in discussions and he finna let people know, hey, 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 I'm still here. Yeah. Houston I mean, looks like a shell of himself, though. Yeah. I mean, he's going to put get his numbers, but that shit ain't going to work. Without me. Chris Paul, how far can they go? Uh, maybe second round. Because I think Chris Paul is just broken. He is. But they can save him, you know, build him up through the season, ration his minutes, play him every other game, build up his stuff, and then try to have him right for a playoff run. And that's good because the style, you know, they got two really good point guards that can just, they dominate the ball all game. But I still feel like even with Chris Paul, that team will lose. So funny. It's so crazy how far, how much different they are than last year. It is right. Yeah. So weird. Um. Did you see the Celtics? Um. Played um the Sixers. The on Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think about that game? Um, I thought Kyrie was going ham. Burger. Yes. That's what I thought. Do you think that he has solidified his role as the guy on that team? Because I feel like the Celtics' biggest problem when it comes down to the playoffs is their coach is going to have to be a man and make a decision on who he's going to play because he can't keep trying to play everybody equal minutes at some point. Well, you just said that this and you've got to give the ball. You got yeah, but you got to give the ball to the guy in those moments. And I don't. I feel like the team doesn't think Kyrie is the guy. Because they got to the finals without him. But I think what he's shown now is, I'm the guy. Yeah. I feel, yeah, he's he's definitely their best player to me. You got it. I think Tatum wants to be that guy, mm-hmm. too. I think that would be the player that might had issues just off of his style of play. I'm not saying it's bad, but. And his, he models his whole game after Kobe. And if you model your game after Kobe, means you want to shoot a lot of balls. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's going to be the, the beat. Because I feel like Gordon Hayward could get in where he fit in. Right. I feel, you know, I feel like Jalen Brown can. I thought he was for the most part. But I feel like the rest of those guys can find a role and, and thrive in it and have a nights where they go ham. But I feel like Kyrie should be the focal point followed by Tatum. And as much as I really don't, like, not a big fan of uh, Horford, he is a big part of that team. Not saying he should be a focal point on offense, but he does do a good amount for that team. Why do you think Kyrie doesn't get put into the MVP or the best, not even MVP, the best point guard discussion? Why is he never in there? Because he's not, I don't know. I feel like he is considering yeah. But you know, when you think of Kyrie, you don't think point guard for real. But it's kind of crazy because Steph is the same type of way. And he's in there. Yeah, because Steph ain't your typical point guard. Right. He so why do you think Kyrie guard. never gets put in those discussions? He's like known as the assassin. He's like a game finisher. Like he's he loves the big moments. He can handle the rock better than anybody. Do you think it's because he doesn't necessarily? Uh, run the offense and pass the ball to the open guys. That and also his a team led by him has never done anything. So it's kind of like John Wall while he Yeah, so if this year the Celtics make a deep run and Kyrie's balling like he did on Christmas and doing, having games like that and the, the catalyst of their success, 
I believe that he'll get that attention because he was he was with LeBron, so it's like, yeah, he's nice, but he's playing with LeBron. <laughs> yeah, he's nice, but you know what I mean. But then now, if he is the he's the focal point of the Celtics when they figure this all out, mm-hmm. then he will. Because even this year. They've been struggling. I don't know what their record is, but it's like middle of the road kind of. They'll go on a run, then I'll lose like four straight. It's like twenty and fourteen. Yeah, they they kind of, you know Pickle. yeah. So they they still figuring stuff out. If they go on a run and end up whatever and have a good playoffs and he the man, I feel like he'll be in that conversation. Let me give you a comparison. You said that they've up and down their record. They're twenty and fourteen. The Houston Rockets are nineteen and fifteen. Yeah, the Rockets are the same way. You think they're the same team? No, I think the Celtics had the potential to be better than the Rockets. But, you know, the Rockets started off the Rockets started off really bad, then they went on a run, and then they, they you know, then they went on another they like streaky, and that's what the Celtics are. Hmm, I think we are I don't even have anything else for us to discuss, my brother. Um Aiden, how are you? Great. You're great. Can they hear me? Yeah. Yes, they can hear you sitting here all nosy and everything. Well, I'm not that nosy. Anyways, um, I was just talking to the people about um, um about basketball players, football players, and the games that they're having and stuff that you wanted to see. Yes, but we're done now. Are you? Okay. Yeah. We're done. We're done, right, Brent? Yeah. Yeah. Happy New Year. This is the last time that people are gonna hear me on this podcast before 2019 so you want to say happy new year to everybody even though it's so strange and it's a new year and it's cold outside have you oh. ever thought about that hey mommy. what you mean you ever thought about the fact that it's a new year and it's winter don't you think the new year should be like in spring oh like it's like, like life is coming back yes yeah, why I do we celebrate you. the new year in december I know. same thing yeah. in the frozen hibernating time of the year it's just how the calendar is. I think it? this country is fucked up. It it does. That is a good point you made. I never thought of it like that. New Year should be like in spring when everything is coming back to life. That's Blossoming. a great point. Yeah, I think we're celebrating the New Year at the wrong time. That's why I think we do a whole bunch of shit backwards in this country. But, you know, we're going to say that It's just how the calendar day. is. Yeah, and we're going to say Happy New Year. Yes, Aiden, what would you like to say? I can't hear you, Aiden. I told him what? That you were going to celebrate Kwanzaa. Yeah, well, I didn't, but we just told him now that Mommy wants to celebrate Kwanzaa instead of Christmas. Yeah. But you guys don't agree with me. It's, it's, they, they, you guys, no one in my family wants to celebrate Kwanzaa except me. Everybody wants to still do the, the, the Christian thing, the, the religious fake Jesus, um, stimulate the economy, beating into our ancestors' bad holiday. So I think I'm going to just let y'all have y'all Christmas. I'm just going to force Kwanzaa on you guys. That's what I'm going to do. How are you going to force it on me? Trust me. Happy New Year to all my listeners. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Thank you, Brent, for finishing the year off with me. I, I appreciate it so much. I don't know if you're going to continue in 2019, but you're always welcome to come on the podcast. Thank you again to Aiden. This was a tough year again. You came to Tampa, whole nother school again. Now you got to go back to your school. You're such a tough guy, such, such a strong guy for going back and forth to different cities. 
as your dad plays football. But I pre- Why is that tough? You don't know that it's tough because you've been doing it your whole life, but I'm just saying thank you um, for being so obedient really about tough. it. This is easy to me. <laughs> anyway, we out of here, y'all. Peace. If I got you to what I'm paying for Before I go to sleep, I'm praying for it Yeah, I had you drippin', baby I leave that pussy with the blues, but I ain't crippin', baby I'll probably take you to London, but I ain't tippin', baby I'll let you rock with my tees, my little lifting, baby <laughs> You got that shit that I like That's why you got hit with this pipe Come to my Christmas tonight I'ma hit that shit all night Got that shit that I've been looking for. Wake up in the morning, who you cooking for? Yeah. You my baby, you my boo thing. Nigga, play with you, we gon' be looking for. Ooh. I got some things we can do. I got some things for you. I got a thing for you. I'll change for you. I'll cut off all them hoes and switch the lanes for you.